Good morning and welcome to Tuesday morning, November the 15th in 2022 on When I Rise. Today we continue Year C, Proper Week 29, and this Sunday is called the Reign of Christ Sunday. It's also the 24th Sunday after Pentecost for those who are keeping the tally. And on the Tuesday of the week, we'd like to take a look at the Psalm passage, which comes to us from this week from the Revised Common Lectionary in this week of the church's calendar year. And so we find ourselves in a familiar spot. At least one verse of this psalm is going to be familiar to you. Psalm 46. So let me read that passage. I've got a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along the theme that we find there. Thanks for making this part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. Psalm 46, for the director of music of the sons of Korah, according to Alamoth, a song. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth gives way, the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her, she will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see what the Lord has done, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. He says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. This is a word of God for us. I hope that you can humor that change of tune that was read or that was behind the Bible reading today. Um, anytime we go through the Psalms and we have like this, I don't know, distinctive music style. I have no idea. I'm not trained in this area, and who can really know what those songs, different tunes, sound like? But I just try my best to fill it in. So, um, the introduction of this Psalm says that this is from the sons of Korah. So there's a handful of Psalms that uh, are attributed to this uh, tradition of songwriters in the Old Testament. And so whenever you come to those, I might uh, bring a distinction to it by some different music in the background. And this uh, song is a alamoth. And so, I don't know, the, the music I picked is my best guess of what that could be. So hopefully it, it serves a bit of a change of pace to like the normal uh, background music uh, for when I rise. But this is an important psalm. Uh, there's a couple different things at play here. And there's a refrain that we're supposed to focus on. And so I think it addresses a couple of different threats in the mind of the worshiper. So as we sing about them, uh, we can be comforted in the midst of uh, our anxiety about them. So in the first three verses, it talks about just how the, the waters uh, foam and roar against the people of God. You'll notice in verse two, therefore we will not fear though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea. So in ancient cosmology, According to John Walton, uh, you think of like a three-tier creation, uh, and below the land that we stand on, it's up, all the land is propped up by pillars, 
and then the mountains themselves go all the way down to the depths of that base as well. So when the psalmist talks about like none of the mountains begin to quake uh, with their surging and um, all the shaking music take place, it's like a pretty, there's a lot of anxiety in these two verses, this idea of the ground beneath us is shaking. And I've only been in the Kansas size uh, earthquakes. I've not been in uh, more uh, substantial earthquakes, but I can imagine that if you're standing on the ground and the earth begins to quake, um, a dread washes over you, right? Because you don't know how long it's going to be. You don't know what it's going to take with it. And you don't know where you can go that you can actually be safe, right? It's almost like you're paralyzed in fear in the very place that you stand. Like you should go get cover somewhere. Um, but but the, the dread that washes over us um, causes us to stick around. And so the psalmist is saying, hey, there are times where um, in the mystery of the universe, um, there seems to be things shaking all around. But in the midst of that, um, God can be trusted. There's a pivot in verse four where uh, the waters that seem to be a bit chaotic uh, in the first three verses. And chaotic waters are a trope in the Old Testament. You look from Genesis 1 and following. Um, these people, these poor people living near the Sea of Galilee, storms would just get whipped up in a hurry. And if you lived along the shoreline, it would certainly bring a lot of fear and trepidation to your community. Uh, this is what's going on in the Gospels when Jesus calms the storm. Um, but uh, whenever this was taking place, like waters were seen as something that you needed, obviously, for your own nourishment, the nourishment of your crops, the rain that watered the earth. But the waters were also chaotic and they were destructive. And a lot of times would bring calamity in their path. And so there's a key change in verse four. It says, there's a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. Um, this is a Psalm about Zion, about um, Jerusalem restored and God dwelling with his people in there. And so this is a, a neat image that we find not only in Psalm 46, but also in a place like Ezekiel 47, which has this this vivid image of a river that as it gets closer and closer to the temple, it gets deeper and deeper. And uh, the prophet, as he gets deeper and deeper into the waters, it's not overcome by fear, but uh, delight because that river brings gladness. And so this is what the psalmist is speaking of, that even in the midst of all the shaking of the earth, the seas that roar and foam, that, the, that God will bring gladness uh, to his city when he restores it to its completion. But then there's a pivot to the next anxiety and fear this ancient people. Um, it says that nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, but he lifts his voice and the earth melts. This idea of the same type of a dread, just like the dread of like a natural disaster, there is a dread of these, these rumors that nations are getting together and they're being pointed against you. This is something that uh, comes up in Psalm 2, where the nations conspire to come against the Holy One, the one whom God has installed as Messiah and Lord of Israel. And all the earth and uh, even then when we hear these rumors of wars um, and our heart begins to quake the psalmist wants to remind us that god is a place where we can find refuge so in verse 7 we see a refrain uh, it happens in verse 7 also happens in verse 11 and this psalm says the lord almighty is with us the god of jacob is our fortress uh, this may have been the psalm this is what some scholars suggest that inspired Martin Luther to write that famous hymn, the banger from Martin Luther's hymnal, which is a mighty fortress is our God. Uh, if you haven't had the privilege of being in a room where this song is sung by people who know it well, it is an overwhelming experience. It's kind of like uh, the uh, Just As I Am hymn for some people 
or um, Holy, 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 another popular hymn, or some of the Christmas hymns that we'll sing during this holiday season. Like whenever you get into a room and people know that song and they sing it loudly, it has the same effect I think that this psalm would have. Uh, because um, people are comforted through the words of a mighty fortress is our God, because it goes verse after verse confronting all the different uh, things that uh, could cause us to be afraid. And the psalm reminds us that because of Jesus, we don't have to be afraid. And that's ultimately what's going on in this psalm. So a couple different things happening here. You've got you've got the nations and wars and rumors of wars um, that God can certainly... Um, in the midst of, and he can comfort us there, but also these natural disasters or the great unknowns out there in the mystery of the universe. God who controls creation is the one who's helping us there as well. Is this worth noting when we get to verse 10, the most famous verse, uh, probably of all the Psalms, uh, definitely one of them, I guess would be in the top 10. I noticed in the verse before it says, he makes wars cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. And that's when he says, be still and know that I am God. This, uh, th- this admonition to be still happens in the midst of where there's conflict all around. And God begins to hush the, the volume of all the calamity. And he brings a great peace and stillness, a, a ceasing of wars in the midst of that situation. And so ultimately, the psalm wants to tell us that this is a God that can com- uh, comfort us. All in all the, From all the different sources of anxiety, this God is with us. So it's a great way for us to... Um, engage in prayer this morning till our souls arise and meet God. And so we're going to pray this morning. And then in the show notes, I'll put a YouTube link to a mighty fortress is our God. So if you've never heard that song before, uh, there's a, a neat video where there's like a, a young choir uh, singing the song. And so maybe you'll take some time to listen to that as well. And it can bring some comfort to you as well. So with those things in mind, let's spend some time praying to our God this morning. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, we thank you today that you are a God and that we are your people. We think that even though the ground beneath us might shake or things begin to encroach around us, either physically or in our minds and souls, we think that you're the mighty fortress, the one that we can run to, the one who can protect us and keep us from harm. God, as we tune in together this morning, uh, there are some of us who have just an array of issues. Some it's a health need, some it's a financial provision need others we have an answer to a dire question and it doesn't seem like there's an easy answer and so we look around and we sense that there's a shaking beneath us and we sense that there are shadows gathering around us and so we thank you that you provide a way for us to be safe we think you're the saving god who protects his people and so this day i pray that as we allow our souls to rise and meet you that uh, you would comfort us that you would meet us here with your comfort and care once more and i pray that we'd be get the sense that we are surrounded, that we are strengthened, and that we could take the next faithful step. So I pray for my friends this morning, God, for those of us who are facing something quite substantial, things that we've never dealt with before. We don't have previous experience. We don't have lived-in community to help us engage with it. I thank you that we still have you, and you are near us. And your nearness is our gift to us, and your gift to us. So God, this day, I pray that we'd embrace it, that we'd receive it, and that we'd sense your care this morning. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.